Welcome to Sparks and Recreation, your source for info on community events, meta-analysis, and everything Hero Realms. Part of the Realms Rising Network. And here we are for the start of part two of the special emergency podcast, previewing the upcoming Dungeons Kickstarter beta digital content that has been released into the wilds. Uh, this episode is going to focus on the guild factions for the Dungeons Kickstarter beta. Enjoy. Okie dokie. So, um, Nostra Double Damis Part 2, the Dungeons <laughs> Guild Faction preview, spoiler, beta, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, all right, the first card we have here is an action, my friends. It's a only one cost. It is called The House Always Wins. Uh, great art. <laughs> There's an orc holding some dude's head against the table. <laughs> I love that shit. He looks very mad. It's great. Um, and the other guy's is definitely scared. Kind of looks like David Hasselhoff is getting his head held against the table, which I think is fantastic. I see it. Uh, yeah, you see it? I, I I'm telling it you, bit. it's Hasselhoff. Night uh, this is an homage. So it's a two gold. It gives you two. It's one, like I said, one cost gives you two gold. And if you faction it, you can acquire a card to the top of your deck. Now, immediate, the immediate comparison is with profit. I would way way rather have this card, I think, than profit. Mm-hmm. Just for the just Normally. for the possibility of top decking. Um, so, but you could also argue that it's a worse bribe at the same time. But I guess bribe all w- only would do a, an action, and this right. will looks like top yeah, top anything. deck whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's that does add a lot of value to it. I'd probably so pick I, this over bribe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's pretty Me nice, too. and it's all the time. It's one, so it's yeah, one cost. Yeah, yeah. It's one, one yeah. cost, and potentially top deck. You get a few of these in your hand, like that's that's right. pretty. So, hot. what's your grade for it? Sam? I, I'm giving it um a, I think a B plus, maybe a B. I'm going to B. Wow. Go ahead, guys. What do you got? I'll go next. I'm gonna. I, I like your strong opening with the B there, Sam. I don't think I'm. Uh-huh. Oh, you're putting me in a tough spot here. Yeah. I mean, it's really good for there's some um, classes that aren't going to want to buy it. The fighters probably going to want to ignore this. Rangers aren't necessarily going to like this unless they're in guild and then they do like to top deck and then it's actually really good. Maybe Uh, Uh wizards love this for sure. Um, Clerics might even like it because they like to dabble in the guild. Uh You know what? I'm going to follow you. I'm going to go B. You talked me into it, Sam. I'll give it a B right. minus B and mostly for the cost efficiency. The one cost is really, really that, for this. it's a good early yeah. game card. Th- that's yeah. really what does it is that it's one cost. And I like this better than profit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you don't faction it, they're the same card, right? It's only the faction ability that differs on them. And uh, granted the damage from profit is pretty nice. Um, yeah. yeah, but like if I can acquire a card that does four damage to the top of my deck with this when I faction it, like that's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. And 
this is going to be a pretty decent economy card in a later game because you can top deck stuff if you're factioning it. So yeah. um, I think I give it a B minus. Yeah, I I would say that I'm going to go B minus as well here. I think that they did a really awesome job of all the one cost actions that provide or all the one cost actions are really interesting in dungeons. And this one is no exception. I think a lot of the one costers we see in the base set, either because we've seen them for so long or because they have such vanilla effects, they're not very exciting. And that acquire a card to the top of your deck and the house always wins. It's like you've manipulated the situation to your advantage. So I love the card, but I think the power level, I'm not going to want it that much unless I'm a wizard or already heavy into blue or intending to be heavy into blue. Right. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. it's one of those cards. I mean, profit's similar to like you get it when you're starting a blue deck or you want to go blue. So I, it, I do hear that. All right, let's move on. That's great. Thank you, guys. Um Two cost champion called Apprentice Trap Maker. So probably someone who's into some new rap styles where they do mumbling and it's trap and it's awesome, <laughs> uh, but not that good yet. So like, go to their SoundCloud and it'll kind of suck. Um, all right, uh, what th- this Apprentice Trap Maker gives you one gold, or you can gain one. Uh, damage for each champion target that the opponent controls. I I gotta admit, guys, I don't really like this card that much. I mean, this so, is my first so, time seeing it. I spam. haven't played with it, but I'm not super impressed. It, yes. it it's it's a three defense non guard champion. Three defense non guard champion. Yeah, I'm just saying because you didn't say that it it's defense value or anything, so I was throwing it in there. Right. Yeah. That's important with champions. Yeah. Yep. I'm not that impressed, my friends. Uh, I'm going to give it a C minus. Mm, okay. I don't like it that um, much. Ooh, it's bad. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's really bad. Um, I'm going to give it a D plus. No, I'll just give it a D. Screw it. I'll just D. Give it, a D. it sucks. Yeah. I like that. It, it, it's, so a cost, cost a D. it's a two cost. Uh, three. I mean, there's situations where you want to buy it, clerics probably. Yep. But no, no thanks. I'm I'm, I'm leaving it on the market room. Is... Um. Yeah. I I think I would give the I might give this a D plus. Um. It's really most of the time it's going to be worse than Street Thug, unless your opponent has multiple champions out, and then it yeah. gets. Not horrible, but it's still not great. So, like, yeah. Yeah. It is too cost. Yeah, I, still, like, D-plus is probably rating it a little high, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'll go D-plus as well, I think. Um, just to give some praise to the card, I do think clerics are going to love it. It's an econ-producing champion for two. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. I think clerics are going to be a big fan of this card, but outside of that, uh, not so useful. Hence the low grade. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Sammy. Rattling, I, welcome. Yeah. The rattling. Okay, I just got to talk for a second out. about what the fuck is going on with rattlings. I love them for 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 one. I want to say I love them, <laughs> but it's also really funny 
that there's this rat this rat group (laughs) in Thandar like like when you see the art for this dear listeners you're gonna be like the fuck are these like demented Mickey Mouse people like what is this shit I think it's cool there's a bunch of cool too there's rat Ninja Turtles yeah yeah Yeah. it's Splinter man it's not even rat ninjas it's like they're rat people they got fucking tails yeah yeah, they it's got like, fucking pills here. It's like Splinter, man, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, <laughs> but except he but, has cool yeah. armor. Yeah, they, these guys. Have yeah, except armor. for they're more samurai type armor than ninjas. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Giggle. It's Just unique, and armor. yeah, it is funny. I think it's a home run to have the rats, which are featured like heavily the in the guild. Yes. Yeah, the rats are a home run, and there's something about rats that are scurrying around, and it's like it's on that guild flavor for sure. Yeah. For sure. I just love it. I love it. All right. All right. So Rattling Welcome gets a little boost because it's Rattling. Um, Is actually a pretty fucking good card. It's only two cost. It's an action. You can get three gold or four damage. When you acquire this card, you put it on the bottom of your deck. Now, I have not got to play through that and how this works, but... I mean, top decking is obviously better, but bottom decking isn't bad. It's going into your into so, that deck. So, what give me wh- some wh- uh, one some quick thing to say when you have no draw pile top decking and and bottom decking cards are the same thing. Or if you only have one or two cards, it's basically Yes. Different. Especially if you yeah. try or draw. Um this yeah, is an incredible absolutely. card. It's one of my fa- most favorite it's one of my favorite cards from the, the the dungeon stuff so far. It's two cost and it gives you great flexibility. Huge. And yeah, uh, it, it it goes into your deck right away. And if you're a wizard or something else, like you just or you just time it well, it, it comes out instantly. I'm giving this an A. This is straight I feel up. Like a. This is one you're buying no matter what. This is not. Yeah. It's not dependent on your faction. Nothing. Whatever. You're buying yeah. it no matter what. It's it costs two, so you can buy it at any point in the game. It's versatile in the early game. You can get the economy. Later game, you can have the damage, or even early game if you need it the damage to take out a champ or whatever it's there. And regardless of whether you have draw scry, whatever abilities, the fact that it goes to the bottom of your deck means you get to use it before you shuffle. Right. I will give, I will say one thing. So, and this happened to me just recently, cause I had a, I was playing that first turn. Um, and if you have shadow mask or if you have something Mm-hmm. where you could buy something and then put it on top of your deck and then draw it into your hand immediately, it's not going to do that for you. So that's one but small wrinkle. W- one thing I will say for for the chance when you can acquire a card to the top of your deck or like to your hand with Deception or whatever, you can choose whether it goes to the bottom of your deck or you top deck it if you use that ability from a different card. Whereas Shadow Mask, you acquire it, and it would normally go to your discard, and then you could do it. So that's why it's different there. Right. I think my point is that it's you're not getting it that turn if you buy this. It's going to be in the, right. in the future. You're you're buying it for the future, right? Um, but it's still fucking awesome. And I would probably yeah give it. I, I'm on the A train. It may be an A minus. I'll, get, I'll give I'm it an A. a I'll yeah. give it an A. Four damage for two gold is pretty darn good. Or and you guys have been economy. using it, right? So. Yeah, it's good. It and it's good, right? It's always good. So, Chris, what do you think? 
I mean, I thought I was going to be coming in with what was a hot take. It's turning into a more and more tepid take, which is that this could be the elven gift of the set. In That's the what I was ubiquitous yeah. two drop that you just slam it every time. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's sick for all the reasons the guys have said. Uh, the it, It's great economy in the early game, and it has that modality to shift into damage as well at a great rate for either. And that the fact that it acquires to the bottom, it really helps develop your economy even further because you're getting that three very soon you're getting it in your first deck cycle kind of split into your second deck cycle um because it's you know you you have 12 or 13 cards probably so uh long story short it's great early and it's it's pretty good late i think there is a a point in the the mid to late game where this falls off in a way that elven gift doesn't necessarily right like you would buy elven gift still late but this there are late game scenarios where i'm not gonna buy it so i'm not saying it's Hmm even as good as that card, but just in terms of, Oh, oh you know, that, that was my hot take that became tepid. What can I say? It's, the last, it, it, <laughs> go ahead. I, yeah. I would say it's probably a fairly similar power level as like Elven gift, except for the fact that you can choose that damage early. And it doesn't rely on a factioning. It's better early game. Like if you can get in turn one, it's even better. Yeah. <clears throat> I think now, yeah, Here's an interesting mental exercise. I don't want to take too long. If this was two gold or three damage, it would still be close to an A card. It would still be an incredible card for me. Even if they like nerfed it, is what I'm saying. Like that's how good it is. Yeah. I if think it it's two actually gold or three damage. I think it would definitely be like a solid card, but not great at that. Not point. quite as good, but it would yeah. still be good. But it's actually just yeah. a li- it almost seems a little too good for the cost. This but. is a great card. Yep. It's really good. I think I think the gift is is good okay. late game because you get the the uh, cycle out of it and right. it doesn't give you the cycle so all right so that's awesome much. we love it that's great uh everyone buy this card uh <laughs> all right moving on to three cost cards we've got an action called the pit trap uh three gold to buy the pit trap um and it is six damage for three gold pretty pretty awesome Whenever you stun a champion this turn, you gain two gold. Also, when you acquire this card, you put it on the bottom of your deck. I am digging the pit trap. A little situational. If you're going to stun champions or not, it's going to be really good against the cleric. It's going to be good against that shield bearer. It's going to be good against the wizard and the in the kitty cat. Uh, really, it's only the rangers that you're not like definitely getting... Uh, some action. Oh, man, what are you talking about? They got the game. parrot now. They have the parrot and they have maybe snakey poo. <laughs> you might have a snake. So you could get the snake there. Anyway. Yes. anyway. But I like this card. That's pretty fucking good. I would say a solid B plus A minus card. I mean, six damage for three gold by itself is really good. Really good aggro. I, mean, I would, as a fighter, buy the shit out of this card. The the main ability, you don't have the discard of Elven Curse, but it's the same like damage for the economy. It's just the right. other effect that's different. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to get the faction bonus and like right. get really You don't need crazy, it. Who cares? But, it, it, it goes yeah. to the bottom of your deck, which we've already said is awesome, and that automatically gives the whatever card it is a boost in value because it yep. means you have a chance to make use of it quickly. I'm giving this a yep. B plus, borderline A minus. I was, was going to say A minus, so like yeah. right in that yeah. same range. I, I was debating which way to go. Yep, I yep. can't argue with that. Chris, what do you think? 
I um got to pop off with this card and it was super fun. I got I like um and I realized that like you can play it and then stun a champion and then it you know dings your gold up. So the the sequencing is kind of the good way or how you'd want it to be. And it is implied that mm-hmm. way in the wording in the card. Just want to mm-hmm. call out that yeah, you can go off like you think you can with this. And um nice. the the artwork is sweet. It looks like the same pit trap that the apprentice trap maker was making and i also think it's cool that guild has all like these sneaky traps and stuff that it has going on um grade wise its floor is just like great rate damage and i'd value that at about like a a b plus i think factoring in that it can have this awesome econ boost for you sometimes too nice i love it um i was about to but did not make it a trap joke as well about rap there so i like that you pulled those two cards back together um okay moving on we've got champion rattling collector the rats are back my friends (laughs) uh this is also a three gold card fucking great art yeah this rat has twigs coming out of his backpack for some reason he's collecting twigs and uh also stealing a ton of shit from uh, a desk which i definitely like um when so this card gives you one gold when you tap it and whenever you acquire a card this turn you gain one damage so do i like that that much i like the art more than i like the card uh for sure i think that a three cost card that gives you one gold is never terrible um I don't think that mechanic is that great because you don't necessarily just want to buy shit indiscriminately in hero realms. It's not good to clog your deck up with bullshit. So I'm going to give the rattling collector a C. What do you think, Jig? Um, I think that's being a little generous. The artwork, (laughs) the artwork is fantastic. I love the Mm -hmm. artwork and I love the rattling theme and the the different cards they are going. Unfortunately, this is just a garbage card. Uh, yeah. If it was two cost, it would still be a bad card. <clears throat> yeah. But it's three. I mean, if it was a one cost, I still wouldn't want to buy it. This is this is this is basically a street thug, only worse. It's really, yeah. really bad. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a you D. know what? I yeah, you're right. I'm going with you. This is the second time I've downgraded with you, Jig, and, and you're correct. <laughs> Glad to help out with your opinion. Timmy, what do you think about it? I'll I'll give it a D. Timmy goes D. And uh, Chris? Yeah, I'm going to say D as well. I have noticed it kind of is one of those ones that clunks up the row, and that's kind of a clue uh-huh. that it's not one that people want. And, like, I, I boost it, and I was like, oh, that's garbage. You know, I, I had kind of, like, already internalized that a little bit. But I will uh-huh. say, um, again, anecdotally, I had a cleric game where I bought this one up, where it's a reasonable purchase. It's mm-hmm. an econ champ that gives some damage. And it was late game. And it was all trash on the row. And it was a bunch of ones and twos. And I had um, stocked up a bunch of economy for the turn. And I just like bought out the whole row as part of my alpha strike. And got a nice little piece of bonus damage there. So um, I don't know if there's multiples of it in the set. But if you were to get a a couple maybe. Or even just the one. There there is a ceiling. There is a ceiling mm-hmm. on this card where it has a reasonable pop at the end there, but it's uh, it's it's very <laughs> narrow. It's, it's not a great card. I'm down to give it a D. Much like 
the base set street thug tithe priest there are situations where it's the correct buy and it's a good card to buy those situations don't happen very often yep yeah they're far and few between yeah that makes sense i like that idea of, of stacking them but what are the odds you're going to stack them and get them at the same time and have a low row or just have like i don't know yeah. enough economy at that time it's tricky the late game uh, row, okay. I think, is going to come up somewhat often with the card as a possibility. But anyways. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can always just smash fire gems, too. But, but yeah. I'd rather have Arcus late game or some shit than that. Yeah. <laughs> <Grand Rapids>. yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> all right. All right. So moving on. Moving on. Uh, we have uh, back to the trap theme. Every time I read it, I'm just thinking about bad rap music. It's great. Um, we got trap master rian so she's she's good this is like migos doing some squirt kind of shit trap master rian four gold uh to buy yeah rian uh four cost card uh a five uh health guard so this is a guard that's in itself i like that already um you get two damage and plus one damage for each champion that the target opponent controls. So I think that's, we're seeing that uh, if I go back to Pit Trap and Apprentice Trap Maker, we're seeing that mechanic. The uh, damage versus how many people, uh, what people control. I'm not wild about that mechanic again. I, I don't love it. Probably giving Trap Master Rien a... C plus C. It's my thinking. I'm not seeing it being super helpful. I do like a five cost guard or a four cost guard that gives you that's a five uh, health guard. I think that's nice. What yeah, do you think? If, uh, yeah, Jake. If, if the best thing you can say about a card is that it has five guard, uh, <laughs> that's 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 not a great sign. I'm gonna then it's a season yeah. shield bearer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Yeah. I mean, better than that, but yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it a shit. I'll give it a C minus, D plus. Mm -hmm. Somewhere it's bad. It's really. It might be one of the worst four cost cards. Mm -hmm. So, um, I would give it a C. I think. Um, in in the rights, I think like uh, especially in the games that I've played when we're playing base set in dungeons and call to arms all the sets with the stuff there's a crap ton of champions and people Mm. will get a champion wall up and this is a little bit better it's not a great card at all i'm saying it's below average but it has a little more uses than you than you might think right so, so I'll give it a C, was... C, C minus, maybe somewhere in that range. Okay, if it so was like plus far. two for each champion, man, that would be so much better. But that would be yeah. a lot better. They need to play around it. You still buy champions, Chris. What do you think? Um, yeah, yeah I'm with you guys that it's not great on power level. The rate is a little better than the two costs that we saw. 
So it's mm-hmm. a little more appealing to me, um, which kind of puts me in like that C minus D plus territory. I want to lean C minus though, because I do think we're going to be seeing more champions, more champ walls out there, mm-hmm. and that this is going to tap for four to five damage quite often. And if I told you mm-hmm. that you had a four coster that's a five guard that taps for four or five damage, you might be a little more interested. Right. Um, I yeah, also do want to call out that Trapmaster Rien and the Apprentice Trap Maker are part of a cycle of cards that appear across all four colors. And each one has a small champion with an effect and then a bigger champion that's basically double the effect that the smaller one had. So this is the one that we Ah. see for that in Guild. Uh, Stay tuned to check out the others. Tim? So so the other kind of difference with it is the apprentice trap maker it's a choice you either get the gold or the damage per champion this one gives you the damage and the damage per champion so like this is a lot better than like the apprentice trap maker so right right so like yeah but it's still not an amazing card by any means (laughs) yeah yeah now and later when we get into the wilds we'll learn about the um, apprentice baiter it's a fisherman it's a baiter and then once you get to the higher level card, <laughs> and, it, and it's scra- it is scrap force the masturbator, right? It's my uh, legends card from this Friday it. when I win <laughs> tournament. Sam's legends card, dude. I that's gonna be my idea for them. Matt, we'll Bater. see if it flies. The master <laughs> beta, master beta. Okay, okay. Uh, moving on to another smuggle here, Sammy. All right, do we do another, we all grade? Sorry, news. do we all grade uh, Rian? Sorry, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. yeah, we all graded Rianne, and also another news I did hear that there's a, a possibility that Rianne will be uh, replacing the 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 dearly departed member of Migos who recently passed away. It could be Rianne as the third, the new third member. <laughs> Tim, Tim's face um, is great. <laughs> all right, like, what Tim's the like, fuck are you talking about? Exactly, Tim, Tim has Tim no was, idea. Which Tim wants that better. 15 seconds back of, of his life. Oh my god! <laughs> Makes Tell me better. about Smuggle, man. I want to know about uh, yes. Smuggle. Snuggle. Snuggle. <laughs> so when I see the word Smuggle, I think of the American Pie movie when the guy's going Bone Smuggling in the beginning. So this is now Bone Smuggle. Uh, no, no, no. This is Snuggle. <laughs> it could be Snuggle. It could be a Snuggie. Uh, there's yeah. lots of opportunities here for making this card funny. So that there's a there's a slight bonus here in the grading possibly okay. depending on what happens when I read it. I've never seen most of these cards before, so you guys are getting my first reaction. This is a four cost action, uh, bone smuggling. Uh, the art is okay, I guess. What are they doing? I'm not 100 percent sure. It looks like they're smuggling things. That makes sense. <laughs> exactly. All right. So <laughs> it's on theme. We'll give it that. Jesus. It's just not that impressive. It's like, oh my God, eh, Sam. Finish out the, got, finish out the text bags, on the card. Whatever. Anyways, it's a, you get five damage. I like that. Oh, and you can put up put up to two cards from your discard pile on the bottom of your deck. Mm. This card's fucking awesome. Mm. If you pair smuggle with another action. guild action, then you can draw a card. Uh, this is a really good card, you guys. I really <laughs> like this card a lot for four gold. Uh, I'm gonna give it a minus. Up to two cards onto the bottom. Yep. That's yeah. good. Yeah. And you can draw a card. That's really good. This is really good. Yep. This is um smash and grab on steroids. And smash yeah. and grab and costs it's cheaper. Uh, 
Yeah, it's cheaper than Smash and Grab is. It Uh, it puts the cards to the bottom of your deck. Yes, but But good point. Yeah, okay, but it's still Smash and Grab on steroids because if you time it right, it works. Now it still suffers from the. Yeah, it suffers from the um, RNG of not drawing it when you need it. But uh, the good news is, if you Uh, use it with a wizard or a a robes wizard or a. Rangers can make good use of the stuff as well. So it's a great, this is the right. kind of card I love because it gives you a lot of control and lets you bounce cards around and um, set a lot of fun stuff and then draw them afterwards. So I'm giving it an A, solid A, hey. maybe A plus even. We're getting close, but I'll give it just oh. an A for now. Oh, yeah. I, love I, it. I, give, I give this a B plus uh, partially because when I use it, I think my cards are going to the top of my deck. And then when I faction that draw and use it, I draw a card that I don't think I'm going to be drawing. You'll get used to it. And it messes me up every time. You'll get used to it. And so it does. And even, I mean, aside from that, like it puts cards from my discard pile to the bottom of my deck. Sometimes that's a really cool effect and it can be pretty powerful. Other times it doesn't do a whole lot. All it does is basically put them to the top of your next shuffle, especially if you're bottom decking those cards that you put on the bottom of your deck. Now, if you don't have a draw pile and you do that and you can draw, it can be pretty amazing. So that's why I say B+. Situational, could be really good, pretty solid damage, but for four cost, it's a little below the damage curve, in my opinion, so... Yeah, those are some uh, some great points, Tim. I think I uh, was torn between A minus and B plus going into it, but uh, what you said has got me more on the B plus side of things. What I do love about it so much is that it's one of those cards that uh, promotes creativity in the game. <laughs> Um, you know, like if you have a creative mind and can like see these lines that aren't necessarily so obvious, you know, this can reward that style of player. So I I love that that exists about it and you can put together some really sweet plays with it. Go ahead, Tim. No, go ahead and finish. Okay. So, um, I was also going to mention that one of the cool things it does early in the game is it lets you like, you can stack up your econ pretty easily Mm -hmm. in deck two so that you can get that awesome purchase Mm. around deck three. Um, So I think that's a nice thing that the card can do. And then I will also shout out to Tim that I made the same exact mistake. The first time I played with the card, I was like, I get to put two cards to the top of my deck and I get to draw a card right now. Holy shit. And then I did not draw the card. And I was like, Oh, what? I, 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 I buy this card because it's a very good card. And, and as yeah. Matt has said, like when it's wizard, guys, the right situation, wizard. this, when it's the right situation, when it's the right situation, this card is amazing. Yeah, but the Robes Wizard guys is going through a rena- if you go if you play oh. right now on uh, yeah just just Call to Arms and uh, the Dungeons only without diluting it with the core set, and you play with a Robes Wizard, you can do just insane shit right now, uh, Ooh, mainly because that. of stuff like this and shape it. You know, what you just said about early game. It's true. You shuffle your econ and you buy good stuff, but then it ramps up in mid game because then you can use this to time to bring those cards 
to either use them or and bring them back or to uh you know recycle them and line them up for your, your next shuffler or whatever uh yeah yep. getting, the getting so two plays there. out of your champions so getting good. two plays out of critical econ cards oh my god huge yeah. there's so many fun guild cards i love yeah. it i really love it. it's a good point that you make uh jig earlier about you you know you're going like this one you're inevitably going to draw it on the first fucking hand every time and you have nothing to to smuggle but like you said rubs wizard solves that problem so and and plus the scry like you can even if it goes to the bottom and you have your scry you can sometimes get to it a little quicker especially if you have if you still have your amulet uh or you know your your various other draw things to get through stuff right yep yeah anyways okay so at this point my friends i'm gonna pass it off to diamond double dubs the Deeble Doobser to go through the five cost and above cards where he will be reading off these cards and giving his initial reactions and asking us what our grades are. So awesome. Deeble Doobs, if you will, my friend, it's the, the floor is yours. Yeah. Thank you for handing the baton over. Looking forward to taking it home with everybody here. So That's let's get into said. the first one. <laughs> We've got a champion called the silencer five oh, cost, five health non-guard its primary ability is expend for two combat and stun target champion. And it factions to draw a card. So, um, and you know, super awesome artwork as we've been continually commenting on tonight. Uh, we got mm. like a, a mini rake on our hands here, which is sweet with potentially even more upside because rake can't ever draw you a card, right? So, yeah. um, really like that about this one. But at the same time, you know, you're not getting as much value if your opponent doesn't have a champion. We do think we're going to see more champions in the new set. So, I'm going to give this card, I want to go. B, but I'm worried that might be a little high. It reminds me a lot of Kristov almost, and Kristov isn't quite necessarily a B all the time in my book. So maybe Silencer at B minus. I'll I'll lock it in there. B minus, and I'm gonna ship it over to Tim. We're gonna start up there. So I think I give this a B minus. Um, it's expensive, but the fact that it it's a it gives you the damage and stuns a champion. Uh, I mean, there's more stun champion effects and this and that sort of stuff, but that's a pretty powerful effect. So, um, five defense can hide behind guards, draws a card to faction. Like, it's not amazing, but uh, yeah, B minus. All righty, and how about you, Sam? I think I'm in agreement. I like that you can draw a card. Like you mentioned, I would much rather have the draw a card than the extra two damage from Rake, which I think puts this for value efficiency over Rake for sure. sure. I I would mm-hmm. I would like this one more. Also, the name is way cooler than Rake, <laughs> Master Assassin. Sure, Silencer. That's awesome, and the art is better too. The art's really good. Oh yeah. So I think I'm on the I think I'm on the B or B minus train. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, it's going to be situational. It's not going to be one I'm going to buy if the if I'm against the wizard. So, right on. And uh, Jig, are we all aboard the B train or what? Uh, I think it's an A versus clerics. So sure. If you're playing yeah. against a cleric is an A. Everything oh, yeah. else, it's a C. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll 
probably balance. I'll say C plus overall, I guess. C, C plus yeah. uh, versus Claire. Yeah, because at that point, it's it's RNG, right, Jake? If the yeah. if there's only <clears throat> champions on the row, then it's going to yeah. be better. It has it definitely. You guys outlined situations where it can be good for sure, but for a five cost round, probably this is probably going to be one that's going to be clogging up the market row most most games unless there's a, sure. a lot of champs out, which can happen. I think and in that case, it goes up. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take it over to the five cost action hunt for jewels. Acquire a fire gem for free and put it into your hand. Draw a card is the primary ability. The faction ability says acquire a fire gem for free and put it into your hand. So when I first read this, I uh, was like, well, okay, that seems cool. That's pretty good. And then I played it for the first time. And I actually really liked it when I played it. Um, I am going to draw a little bit of a parallel here. It's not straight up as good, but this is just a little worse than command if you break it down. So you're not gaining any health here, but you are drawing a card and getting three combat and two damage. So you're getting everything except for the health. And then it has the additional upside that command doesn't have of getting you another two econ and three combat. So if you can go off with this one, it's huge. Um, I, it, I underrated it at first and then I played one game with it literally only one so far. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that was that overperformed my expectations. So don't sleep on this one. It is somewhere in between deception and command. I, I put it like in the middle there. And I would give this card, uh, I think I'm going to give it an A-. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I'll take I it over to Tim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I kind of look at it, so like instead of saying acquire Fire Gym for free, blah, 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 I look at it, draw a card, two gold, three damage. With the option to keep that stuff in your deck, right? So if you look at it that way, it's like, okay. And then it factions to do the same thing again, minus the draw part on that. So it's like, okay. Yeah. Um, this is a good card. Um, I, I don't, I wouldn't say it's near the level of like command, but it's not too terribly far off. So I would say, um, a minus, I think that's what I would say. Nice. Definitely Sam. better than I thought at first when I played with it. Right. It's, it's a pretty solid card. Right. Hundred percent. Sam, I'm. I think I'm on an A train because you know it really helps when you put it in that perspective, Tim. Like two gold, three damage, and a draw. Right. Yeah. And then when you faction it, it's four gold and six damage. Like that's yeah. a fucking hand, dude. That's a that's a great and, draw. That's a good five card hand. To get four and, gold and six damage on one on one card, so and and you have the option to keep those fire gems in your deck if you want to. Sure, like if it's yeah, a yeah. So you, stale row by that's all going to damage. Stuff. Yeah. By four yeah. going, yeah, yeah. I in 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 most cases you're not going to do that. I in my opinion, right. but you're going to trash um, them. Yeah, especially if you have a card like this that you're going to get them all the time. But um, there could be some cases where like there's a bunch of eight cost cards and you got this early somehow. But we'll yeah, sure, that makes total sense. And in that case, they're just. They're just storing up, right? Yeah. So that's great because, you know, fire gems can be an awesome damage release later uh, mid-game when you're ready to start chopping your deck down. So, yeah, I'm on the A-train, man. I like this card. It's awesome. Fantastic. How about yourself, Jig? 
Um, I, I like this too. Maybe not quite as much as you guys. I'll, I'll probably lean a little bit more towards B plus. Uh, but I think what we're seeing is we're, we're kind of realizing how strong the econ actually is now with all of these, um, so these much cards that are out that caught a, there's a higher cost curve to everything. So there's cards that cost a little bit more, Same. but B even buying stuff mid or late game is a lot more plausible and fees. In fact, that with the different ways to top deck and bottom deck stuff, you can actually see cards that you purchase arrive in the game quicker. Um, and this helps you do that by giving you uh, economy from the, from the fire gems. So, and especially if you're leaning into guild, it's awesome, right? If you're leaning into guild, it's great. It's an A card, I, I would think, or A minus, yeah, for sure. But otherwise, yeah. it's probably more of a B plus. I'll just lean. I'm going to lean off the gas a little bit and say, you know, it's at least a B plus for yep. now. I might I might go up a little bit, but I'll say it, it's an awesome card. I'll definitely I, give it a B plus. And I could definitely see my opinion going down a little bit on it, mm-hmm. maybe if I play with it more so, but yeah. And it's right. deceptive and, though, for Jake, sure. Though. You guys, yeah, you guys have had a game with this so far. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 And it, when you faction okay, it, cool. it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. I got to say Whoa. too, the art's fucking cool. This is like yeah. an Al Bundy rat. I don't know. He, he looks like <laughs> guys just oh, take a moment. Looks like, like the guild on base, pretty much all of these cards, except maybe smuggle, which Sam, you know, trashed. Just, just kidding, wasn't that bad? The it's artwork is okay. has, is just off the charts. Like the artwork's incredible. It's colorful. Yeah. The artwork on Smuggle is good. Like it's good. No, I know. I was just joking. You know, it's not very but, dramatic. Like you know, but um, the, the silencer right. art is like fuck. Well, everything and like how these connect together too. Like the apprentice yeah. and the master and the different ratlings and like the different and, and the, the guy the, the, mob the art's so cool. are hilarious. They really, love it's the beautifully done. Like hats off to Wise Wizards for spending some money on the artwork and making sure that they, you know, and they, they, they're tying everything in. Probably their art director it. had a lot to do with it, probably. So. Yeah, <laughs> huge shout out to them. Great design on the stuff. And also the mechanics too are super fun, as you guys can see. Like, uh-huh. holy cow, are these so much fun to play with. Really. It's well, not just brand shiny new. But, yeah. Get into some Sorry, more mechanics guys. here. Yeah, Up good. next, we have... The Lord of the Rats, King Screet. <laughs> this is a six-cost champion. It is a non-guard with five defense. The expend ability says deal six damage to target opponent. So we're completely bypassing guards uh-huh. with that ability. Uh, which is super fun. And then it has a mm. guild ability. Whenever you acquire a card this turn, pay one less, which I would like to nice. shout out as a combo with whenever you acquire a card, the rattling collector. So you have, you have rattling collector and King Screet. You're really doing the thing. You guys, <laughs> you can buy so many cards and get so much plus one bonus damage. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's, it's not a strong combo, but it's funny to me. But imagine, imagine though, if you had a bunch of ones and twos, in yeah, the row, man. like late game free cards for one damage yes. right now. And, Interesting. And it, and it that goes to the point that, like, I think every card, especially like with this, even the ones that we say are not really very good cards in the right situation, they can be a great card. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
so I, I want to talk really quickly about like the rats and the cool thing that they do. And that's kind of like get past your opponent's champions. That is a thing that rats are good at in this world, which I think is badass. They're like sneaky through the sewers or however they're doing it. And they're infiltrating past and they're attacking your opponent directly. And that's what we got off the primary ability here. And then because they're like these rats that collect treasure too, that are like robbing people. He's got like a cool guild ability that affects economy so i i love this card on like all those axes but on a like power level rating i gotta rein it back a little bit because it's not like an epic bomb power level wise but it is pretty good so i i want to go b plus here guys am i crazy on a b plus taking it to tim what do you think um i think i'm i'm, I'm gonna give my grade first then a couple comments i think i'm a solid b okay I don't think you're crazy for a B plus though. I think the fact that it's deal six damage to target opponent, I love that so much. Like it's like the uh, jagged spear when you when you sacrifice right. that, and you can you can get that reach from it. So even if my opponent has four hundred defense worth of guards out there, that's all buffed up as a cleric and all of this stuff. If they only have five health, they're dead, and that's where I think this card could be awesome. But also, I mean, the faction ability to acquire for one less is pretty awesome as well. So it's it's a pretty solid card. So I'll say a B. There we have it. Sam, over to you, my friend. Yeah, um, I love the... <laughs> I think there's something... I'm pretty sure... I think, like, Rob and crew at white wizard were just on amigos kick because all the cards are about trap and then now there's king scree which is one of the things they always say in the background of these rap songs i'm telling you guys it's it's the thing um the name cracks me the fuck up i love that so much and i just want to make skeet jokes all the time uh, i think dave Chappelle would love this card uh, i think the art is incredible as far as how as far as like how it is i actually really agree with tim that I thought about the um, the Jagged Spear a lot in that it direct damage to the opponent. I think it can be extremely strong to finish a game. It's a really good mechanic to finish a game. Um, paying one less for a card is pretty good. Um, it can really come in handy. Uh, at times, is it super strong? You know, yeah, I think B minus. B, B minus is what I would give this. It's kind of expensive for what it does. So that's my big thing is that it, depending that this dealing direct damage might turn out to be more valuable than I think. So maybe it justifies the cost, but it seems a little expensive for what it does to me. So I might be like on the B minus train on this one. Okay, right on. And how about you, Jig? Yeah, I mainly agree with Sam. I think it's a little too, uh, a little underwhelming for six cost. It's good, mm -hmm. but it's not great. For a, a cleric, it's probably like a B plus. For everybody okay. else, it's probably more on a B, B minus, I think. I, I'd say B minus for other characters, for clerics, or if you're going leaning into um, uh, champions, it, it could be pretty good. But yeah. Yeah, reasonable. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, let's take it over to the six cost action, Rat Swarm. This one will give you nine combat when you use it and will also expend all opposing champions. It factions to draw a card. And when you acquire this card, put it on the bottom of your deck. So 
lot to break down there a bunch of really awesome stuff on this card um the ability to expend all opposing champions when you play it not only is that like an alpha strike but it's like basically you know it's pretty brutal every time it happens because yeah you you prepare your champions at the end of your turn so if i expend all of your champions on your turn they don't do anything and that sucks (laughs) they they will faction but that's That's true yeah yeah they will faction yep but they'll they'll miss the shuffle potentially you know there's a lot going on there so again that cool ability of the rats to um like run past champions is cool go ahead i do want to point out that if you have a guard out and a bunch of non-guards this will only expend the guard oh that's a great call out don't like it doesn't seem like it should work that way but it's good to know it doesn't seem like it should work that way but that's Mm -hmm. that's That's how how it's implemented in the beta right now and the way the guard stuff works so i think it's intended to work that way and that's how it's well hit the guard first yeah yeah if you can yeah Yeah. because if once you play it it just automatically happens as soon as you play the card it Uh, does so you that sucks because it's nine damage too. Right? Yeah, you can't so use like, the oh. damage to take out the guard. You have to have the damage right. from something else. You got to get it first. Yeah. But still, that nine damage is hot. <laughs> so what's yeah, the grade? So, um, I I feel like I got to go a minus here if I gave King's Creed a B plus <laughs> just to stay consistent. <laughs> but um, uh, it's probably not an A minus. Honestly, it's it's maybe a better graded b plus i love the faction ability to draw a card of course that's super strong and it going to the bottom of your deck is really impactful it's a lot of damage and it 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 swings early and it keeps coming up so love buying this one early and that that gives it it's got a lot of power so yeah b B plus b plus There, there you have it over to tim um i'm debating between an a minus and an a because um nine damage is the most damage on a card. Yeah. Right. There's eight, eight damage cards. Unless you're close. And ranks. maybe they draw and do other stuff too, but like just straight up damage, nine damage. So I think I'm going to go a minus because of the way the expend works. If it would totally expend everything, regardless of guards, I would say this is a solid a, but since right. it, since guards can kind of mess with that, I'm going to go a minus. Yeah. That's a, Good take, and it sure. looks like it looks like it's the art that they're Rattweilers. They look like that's exactly oh, Rattweilers. Rat, uh, rat I thought like the rat-wilers. same thing, Tim. I didn't think of Rattweilers though. That's uh, awesome. See? Well, I bet <laughs> that's you that's kind of what Sam. That's probably what the the artist did to make it look menacing, and then just kind of yeah. ratified them a little bit. Yeah, it's great artwork though, but they do look like rocks. Yeah. Right, Sammy, right. you're up next. Yep. Uh, so again, if it's Rattweilers, then that is kind of a callback to DMX, which is bringing us back to rap oh music and why the guild is rap inspired. So just want to say that. No, I, I think I'm on the train. I, I'm on the Tim train this time. The I like this with six cost and nine damage. If it, if a guard can block me on occasion for this card. Okay. I can live with that. Um, and then when there is no guard, I get to expend all the opposing champions. Like that's hot. Give me the draw and give me the bottom decking. I'm giving it. A, I'm giving it a minus too. I like that a lot. I think it's going to be really strong. Cool. I Jake. would love to play a game with this card. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> definitely a minus. It's at least an a minus uh, for yeah. everything you mentioned. It, the fact that it goes to the bottom of your deck 
mm-hmm. is incredible. You can smooth heist this turn one with a with a thief and put it on the bottom of your deck, dude, and play it that yeah. first deck. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? This is insane. The the, uh, the acquired <clears throat> to the bottom of a deck mechanic, and it's all through it's dungeons. Huge. Is so cool. It adds value. Like, to I the card. love that mechanic. Yeah, that's yeah. something. It's at least. And eight, eight. I mean, after you after that first turn that you use it, that doesn't do anything with it or whatever. But it's still really. It's a really cool mechanic, and the the space that they created with that is really cool. It's cool because it makes buying cards late game viable again, right? Uh, even if you're. And yeah, just the chance you know that you're going to yeah. get to it eventually on that last deck, probably or hopefully. Yeah. Even yeah, if you, you have even like if you look at left. it, I guess I kind of look at it as I'm guaranteeing that I'm going to top deck this. You know what I mean? Like worst case scenario, I'm guaranteeing that I top deck it after my shuffle. If I look at it that way, like yeah, right, that's, that's really powerful. One thing I'll say about the mechanic as a whole from a game design perspective that I like about it is how it is very simple and intuitive and a brand new player can be like, okay, I did the thing. Uh, But then, you know, the Mm -hmm. more, the the better you are at the game, the more you can do some really cool stuff with it. So it like exists across the spectrum of players as a relevant mechanic. And I love that. And if you can remember the order that you added stuff to your bottom <laughs> of your deck, you can guarantee some faction abilities and stuff, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, Absolutely. Lionel, that stuff yeah. great. Scrying is great for that as well. Well, let's uh, take it over to Ogre Ambush, a seven-cost mm-hmm. action that gives you eight combat and draw a card as the primary ability. So huge hit, awesome cantrip, very interested, but there's more. It factions to stun target champion. So right away, we're like a little reminded of Firebomb, but oh, no, mm-hmm. not as good as Firebomb. So, yep. you know, we got to kind of take it a step back from there. If uh, Firebomb is an A, I think that this one scales back far enough to probably be a B plus. We we know all the reasons it's good. It's pretty clear why it's good. And um, it's just the, the rate of damage. It's pretty expensive. You know, so that's that's where I'm at with it. Tim, what are your thoughts? I I think uh, I think I would say a B plus um, because the difference between a seven cost getting seven economy and eight economy, there's a decent little difference right there. So like, yes, it's definitely worse than Firebomb. Still, really solid card, um, and you can get that seven economy a lot easier easier than the eight economy most turns well, granted as as jig pointed out it feels like there's a lot more economy that you can buy and build that as a uh, a better strategy with these cards sometimes and so that point may not be as valid with dungeons as a whole but i i'd say a b plus for sure and i just think that like there's a lot of uh you're going to buy this over a lot of other high cost cards, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just pure it's damage and card draw. So, you know, uh, it, it has that going for it. Sam, what are your thoughts? I mean, there's there's not many seven cost cards I would still buy over this one. I think I would still take domination over um, Ogre Ambush. Um, but, man, it's a short list that I would take over. Over, over ambush at seven. That might be the only card I could think of. In, in a vacuum, I would take domination over this. 
Yeah. But if I don't need the healing, I'm going to take this over domination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're playing a cleric, you're going to take this over domination too. Most well, likely. Dom- remember, don't forget to domination, and this the is prepare. Be another factor. Yeah, it's the prepare mechanic, which is going to be the even stronger. Mechanic. And and this this has yeah. the foil of the stun a champion. So, yeah, right, 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 right. A stun so of champion. What's, what's your grade uh, for it, Sam? Mm, I like the B plus. I think I'm a B plus. I I could maybe go A minus on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jig. I'm going to give it. I'm going to. I'm going to swing a little bit harder than you guys and give it the A. I'm going to give it a solid oh, A. Probably like a. It, 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 it's it's either a strong A minus or like a weak A. It's somewhere in the, it's, yeah. it's really close to an A. Now here's the the reason why is because uh, the damage is incredible. It draws and possibly stuns, which are like. Uh, how you finish and that's how you win games is with cards like this uh yep the the seven cost as tim said is like a nice little barrier to hit you can actually hit that mid game quite a bit easier than eight so you can yeah yeah. situations where you can get this running quickly um the artwork is freaking awesome the artwork is the gleam off of that fighter sword as he's about to get jacked by these orcs or these ogres. Is, he's doing a funny little nasty. squat. <laughs> he's getting I mean, low. That, he that played, guy, he must have played basketball. He's boxing out. <laughs> that guy is the guy falling in the pit trap, too. Yeah, a oh, I love yeah, it. I love day. how it's all connected. Um, yeah, and I think it's a good test, right? If this is on the market, the market road test, what else are you buying? Right. I'm probably not yeah. buying anything else except that this is probably yeah. the first thing I'm going to buy if I can afford it, unless there's like a firebomb or yeah. maybe domination. And, uh, on the when you put it so, in yeah. that context, yeah, you really sell it on that high A slash A minus grade that not what what beats it out. There's not a lot of cards that beat this out at not the upper costs. I, I so. think the difference in the A to A minus is if you're like what you're playing, if yeah. you're against a cleric, for sure, if you're if your opponent, for some reason, has bought a bunch of champions and you and you have some guild. Um, well, but it's a great card no matter what. Speaking of yeah. clerics and guilds, we'll take it over to one that the clerics would love in the guild, Maximus Guild Boss. This is a seven-cost champion. It is a six-defense non-guard. The expendability adds your choice of four gold or five combat. Um, This card is cool but it's not quite there on power level to be like in a in the a range but i think it can do some really sweet stuff and is pretty strong i would give it a a b taking all the factors into consideration uh tim how about yourself i think i'm i'm gonna say a b minus on this one um i found in the games that i've played and whatever um, I'm either not buying this at all because it's too expensive or I'm already winning and I'm buying this and I'm just adding it to the stuff that I'm winning with. You know what I mean? And so it's it's expensive. And I think it's all right. So be yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's fair. Sam? I don't know. I I think I'm biased against champions. Because the actions that are seven cost just seems so much better to me. But there is a, a value to having to soaking the damage um, with your champions. And so I think just as a player and as a person, like I'm more excited by the actions. And so I want to buy them more. And that's how I, I that's 
evident in my play style too. You're more of an aggro player, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I'm not super excited by the card, but I do, I, I do recognize that it could be really good. Um, I think for cleric, it's going to be awesome for sure. Uh, and I feel kind of, I, I think I, I agree with Tim a lot that it's probably one that I might end up leaving on the market, but it could also be one of those ones that meta will play out that it's, it's pretty strong. It just doesn't seem initially strikes me as one that I'm going to like highly prioritize to buy. Like when I think of strong champions, I think of like Tyranor and this cuts a lot below Tyranor to me. So I'd say like a, yeah, B, B minus. Even Krithos. Okay. Krithos is also seven cost. It's not even close. Yeah, I'd buy Krithos yeah. over Krithos, this. Yeah. <clears throat> this is That's a true. C for me. I think it's... Uh, I love the artwork. I love how they tie it in with the house always yeah. uh-huh. one cost action. Yeah, it makes an appearance in the artwork on that. He looks cool. Uh, I think in cleric decks, he's going to be... or It'll be great for clerics. and for I'm, He's not bad, but for seven costs and what he does... Like he should, yeah. it seems like he's missing something. It seems like they they forgot to put on his faction ability or something, you know, um, or, yeah. or you, even an acquire ability or something. Yeah, I, yeah. that's why I feel like maybe something. they play tested it and it was like too strong or like I don't Could know, be. but but we'll see. We'll it's see. It's not great. C, Matt, maybe even a C minus. Yeah. I might even go a little lower. C minus. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you guys are having me definitely reevaluate it. I know, like the one time I bought it. I was able to do some really fun things with it, but like that doesn't, you know, right. Uh, right. That's not the full story. And and these are initial yeah. impressions and grades off of that. It with a, a few games, you know, handful yeah. of games for some of us. So, well, let's yeah, take like, it. Go ahead, Sam. Oh, I was going to say like these expensive econ cards and the, uh, the trap cards that give you damage versus champions. Like that could, the meta might say those are awesome, but right now I'm just not like, not sure. I'm not seeing it. But I, yeah. you know, I haven't played any yet either. So a lot of times I'm wrong. <laughs> so there, so there's right. that. And here we are at the top of the curve Ungra the Unbeaten. This yes. is an eight coster, it is a seven guard. The primary expend ability is add six combat, and then the faction ability is pretty wild draw a card comma then stun target champion i should note that the comma i just said is the only comma featured on the card very strangely absent from the title what do you make of this jig i need you to speak to that fact initially before we I've get any posted, further analysis i just posted oh. on the wwg discord asking <laughs> about this very thing yes <laughs> i'm glad not not comes, consistent, you guys. <laughs> it comes off as a mistake, right? Um, yeah. Okay. So I, after, you know, how we evaluated that last card, I do want to, you know, rein in uh, what this, a, a big bad champion and what we, we don't automatically have to rate a champion highly just because it's, uh, you know, expensive and, and kind of has some big numbers on it. But this one, the six damage and the seven guard, right? That's what we're getting for sure with our eight cost. And that's not bad. Um, that's probably like, I don't know, like a B minus maybe at that rate. 
But then if you are able to faction it off, you know, the power level goes goes through the roof on it to draw a card, then stun target champion. So yeah. due to that kind of range of possibilities, I, I want to give this card a B. I think it's going to be pretty strong most of the time. And if you have eight, unless there's another, you know, seven or eight cost on the row, you're going to buy this at eight. So... Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, take it over to Tim after my middling review of Angara. Um, I, I like this less than you. I, I'm going to give it a, a C plus. Yeah, and that might be stretching it. I think what's the what's the green ogre guy from the Borg. base set? Borg. Borg. This is like Borg, but like more expensive. And the faction ability is the definite upside to this, but like Borg is completely not a card. I want to buy most of the time. And I feel like I'm not going to want to buy this card most of the time at okay. eight cost. If I have the eight gold, I'm going to want something. I, I mean, looking at some of the new cards, I'll buy two different four cost cards instead of this guy. Yeah. For eight cost to only get six damage and a seven guard, unless I'm going to faction this, I'm probably not buying it. So C plus. All right. A strong defense of the C plus grade. Um, the art Sam? is awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Bad we've said ass. that all set. So. As, yeah, <laughs> as they all are. Uh, Sam, yeah. what's your take on our uh, ogre champion here? So definitely, definitely this is like Borg's big brother or cousin or something like that. Um, I can see for eight costs wanting to get something else. Um, I had to say that I am very appreciative of like, especially with the rise of the breastplate, uh, cleric and probably and from what you guys have been saying, how many additional champions there are now, um, in the sets, there's a lot of stun cards now. Like yeah. they do require you to go, to go heavy guild. Um, but there's a shitload of stun cards now, which is great. It's a really really good counter to a champion heavy strategy. So I like that. And I think that makes this one of those situational cards. And since we're kind of judging these cards in a vacuum, then yeah, you have to rate it kind of low. Um, I, I'd, I'd probably give it what I, I would probably rather have Arcus for the draw um, to be honest. So yeah, I'd probably have to give it a, like a, a B minus or a, or a C plus. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I was okay. going to say, Sam, you, you stole my thunder a little bit. Arcus, the dragon, the mm-hmm. Imperial dragon is happy because he's no longer the worst eight cost champion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ungra, yep. Ungra the unbeaten has now taken that, that title. Uh, Arcus is better. Okay. Uh, he's not great value for eight. Uh, cost if there if you have eight and there's no other better options maybe go for it but usually you could probably buy better stuff at five or six cost and do other use your skill or whatever Um, sure i'm giving this a c maybe c minus uh his seven guard is fantastic but again it is the best thing you can say about a card is their high guard (laughs) value it's not a good it's not a good sign very good uh, point yep the um I wish I could have seen the whole artwork here. It looks like he's probably beheaded something. He's holding something up and there's blood dripping down his arms. So oh, he's probably beheaded. Yeah. Or done. I wish they probably edited it out a little bit. So, uh, 
So it looks like that is his the band wrapped around his bicep and tricep there. Oh. It's hanging down and it's fur from under his like little gauntlet glove thingy on his arm. It's not blood. What about, I think he's just blood. raising his fist like I'm victorious. Okay. I thought that was because there's some more blood like or red stuff on the strap on his chest too. But anyway, okay. Maybe he's standing on someone. He's like standing on a body. It looks like he's standing and there's blood he's dripping. Standing now. on his opponent that he just beat. Yeah. What's he holding up in the air though? I think that's yeah. a, I thought yeah. he was just raising his fist, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Cool. It is cool. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's it's yeah, not a great way to end the uh the eight cost <laughs> guild <laughs> uh cycle, but yeah, it is what it is. And that's the cycle. Pretty awesome yeah. uh set of cards there can't wait to get into the rest of it with folks uh one thing i do want to say is i think like it feels like overall in the stuff that i've played from dungeons that feels like the power level is a little higher overall so like when there's the cards that aren't above the base set power level they don't feel that good so like you know ungra here is a good example or uh, Trap Master Rien and some of those where it's like, well, like this is, you know, but like when there's a lot of really good cart, like Rattling Welcome is nuts to me. So like some of those, it's, if it's not really good, it feels really bad, right? Yeah. yeah. And we might see Am some I alone in that? We might be seeing some adjustments to these cards too. Yeah. Is my Absolutely. Guess, I hope we do. I will say I have taken more like crazy turns in a small amount of games of dungeons than many, many of my average base set games. Mm -hmm. Like you can have crazy wild turns with the base set. And that's part of, you know, part of what I love about playing the game is, you know, those like super long cleric turns at the end of the game and you do all this stuff. Well, those kind of turns happen a whole lot more in dungeons and, It, Tons it, it of feels very cool. So much it's, fun. I love it. Yeah. I really love it. Really. That's one of those things, though, where it's like, if it feels easier to do that, that doesn't feel as good to me because like, I feel like that's something you should have to build your deck for and it should reward playing well rather than just like, I got lucky and got the good, which that's what it is sometimes, you know. You sometimes it's going to happen anyways. Even if you set it up, yeah. it's not necessarily going to work out either. But yeah. Right, right. It's fun being able to set right. some of that stuff up. Though. And it will, like Double Dubs has mentioned a few times, some of the stuff scales with your skill level. So your really mm-hmm. good players are really Absolutely. can kind of squeeze out extra advantages and exploitation. Dude, from you guys, Bird Law is going to be a nightmare to play against in this shit. I'll tell yeah, because he loves right he now. loves the Blue Man Group, right? Bird Law is going to mess some people up. <laughs> yeah, nice. I've already got games going with him, so he has access and he's in it. Do you? It. Yeah, I'm going to have to challenge so him. Send him some challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, really nice uh, section uh, to cover up that stuff. We're going to continue doing this for the other three factions in dungeons uh, and just kind of give you kind of release our opinions and previews and spoilers on these and not spoilers, uh, previews. And uh, I hope you enjoy our initial impressions. And it's a good way to kind of enjoy the new content that we've been waiting for for so long. So thanks for joining on this uh, emergency podcast. We'll just do the end credits here, guys. Um, yeah. Uh, Timmy, go ahead. What you have to sign off for everybody? 
Um, shit. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to uh, this latest episode of Sparks and Recreation. Uh, I want to say thank you again to our patrons and all of our listeners. Uh, we really appreciate you guys, and we have a lot of fun doing this. And I'm just really glad that there's people that want to listen to us talk about this stuff. So uh, talking about the new cards especially is really fun. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode that looks like it's going to be incredibly long. So, it's going to be a two-parter, uh, I think, yeah. This will probably be the yeah. end of part two that you're listening to now. Yeah, so. yeah. So uh, uh, thanks for staying tuned, and uh, – Look forward to some more uh, the rest of the dungeon cards getting talked about uh, next time we put some content out. Amazing. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, thank you, uh, my lovely co-hosts, for being awesome and talking nerdy to me all night long. <laughs> um, and yeah, just another reminder, everyone, we are... <laughs> 100% going to keep Hero Helper going, even if the bit like the new dungeon stuff breaks it, it will come back. So don't hesitate if you're listening to this and you want to sign up and start tracking your scores, um, do it hero helper.com. And uh, yeah, it'll it'll be a thing as long as we can. I'll, I'll keep it going. Uh, thanks everyone. Cheers. Alrighty, and if you thought it was fun to listen to all these cards being talked about, have I got something in store for you, and that is my Wednesday stream. Come check it out where we will be playing with the new Dungeons cards. I'll be uh, chatting it up, giving my thoughts about it. I think it's going to be an awesome one tomorrow being able to show this off to a ton of folks and get into the new cards. And um, So thanks everyone for listening and please check out my stream twitch.tv slash double dubs catch you there all right everybody thanks for joining us on this uh two-part emergency special on the release uh, but you can tell how excited we are and how much fun we're having with this stuff and you will too check out double dubs a stream it'll be a great way to see some of the stuff in action it's one thing to talk about it but once you see it in action you're going to be kind of blown away i think so definitely check that out and we will be back soon with more content uh, previewing the other, the remaining three factions of the dungeon stuff. So stay tuned and we will be releasing that stuff as quickly as we can uh, for your guys' holiday season. Hope you guys enjoy it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Catch you soon. We made it to the end of the show. Congratulations, you're a nerd. Tune into the next episode of Sparks and Recreation for more on community events, meta analysis, and everything Hero Realms.